Welcome to the Dear Rochester Retire Well podcast with David Pulsini from Six Point Financial Partners. In this podcast, find your path towards a brighter financial future with David as your guide as he helps individuals, educators, and healthcare professionals explore ways they can build wealth while minimizing risk using a multifaceted, comprehensive approach to personal finance. Are you ready to take the first step towards a brighter financial tomorrow? Let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a great one for you. Today you are going to get financial New Year's resolutions from six different financial advisors in one 25-minute episode packed with goodness. We have John Harms, CFP, Joe Prestigiacomo, CFP, Alex Neary, CFP, Marshall Scheid, Aaron Larinetto, all the way from beautiful Boca Raton, Florida, and myself. So I'm just going to go quickly around, make sure you guys are on mute, and uh, ask this question to each of you. And I'll, I'll say this, if you were a listener or a client, what would be your 2023 New Year's financial resolution? How much can you take out of your current investments and never run out of money? When is the absolute best time to take Social Security? Are you 100% confident in your investment strategy? Are you paying too much in taxes? Why? If something were to happen to you today, what would they find? If you are doubting any of this and would like a second opinion or to review these items, along with many more, feel free to reach out to us. You can visit us at www.sixpointsfp.com or email us at info at sixpointfp.com. Back to the show. So you can't say lose weight, guys, or any of the normal resolutions. This is a financial resolution only. And I'm going to draw the names out of a uh, out of these papers I have, so there's no particular order. But here we go. Let's see who's first. John Harms. John Harms is first. John, unmute. I'll ask the question again. And as you're doing that, um, if you, John, were a listener or a client in 2023, what would your financial New Year's resolution? How are you, John? I'm doing great this morning, Dave. How are you? It's been a while since we've had you on, so I'm sure the listeners are super excited to have you back. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of me in 2023. That's my resolution. Get on the podcast more. (laughs) This isn't your own resolution, John. All right. If you're a listener or a client, what would you tell those folks that are listening right now? So, I mean, I'm sure some others might have this one or be in the neighborhood, but uh, it really has to do with financial organization, right? So kind of knowing what's going on, where all their stuff is, uh, I'm going to focus a little bit more because there's there's planning tools and all that for, you know, where do I need to get to for retirement and all that. And I I feel like I I cover that topic a lot. But uh, this one has more to do with, um, you know, where is all my stuff and what would happen if there was some sort of emergency or life event or death, Um, you know, God forbid, but. There is a, uh, I mean, I'm sure we all have different resources that we use. Um, one of them that I like and uh, use a lot with my clients that are either in retirement or close to retirement, or um, really what I recommend is, is having their parents um, look at this stuff and, and get a copy to their parents. But it's something called a family preparedness kit. And uh, it's it's just that. It's, it's to prepare loved ones and and everybody that would need to know where all your stuff is in the event of either an emergency where you're incapacitated or, or again, God forbid, a death. So it's going to have, unfortunately, all the information in it. If anyone got their hands on it, it would be great for someone that was looking to, you know, 
um, identity theft, but uh, so it would have to be kept in a, a safe place. I mean, we have online storage that that we have access to with our with our client logins. There's you know encrypted um, document storage, so that could be a way. It could be safe deposit box, whatever. But it's going to ha have to have all your personal info, and really, who would be the person to access that in the event, right? So that person's going to have to know uh, where and how to access it, but. Could be, you know, date of birth, all your children's names, uh, employer info if you're still working, spouse's info, uh, emergency contacts. You want to have like your doctor's information, any any other advisors that you work with if you don't work with us, um, accountants, attorneys, uh, anyone that's a power of attorney. So basically have all that information, you know, just as personal info, but then you'd also want to have um, uh, some documents in there. Uh, I'm sure you've heard from clients when someone passes away, a loved one of theirs, and they're in charge. Uh, often it's that waiting game of we're just waiting for statements to come in the mail. We don't know what's out there and all that. So so this document basically is to try to circumvent that so that people that are already going through a tough time dealing with the death of a family member can access this stuff um, just a little bit easier. So, you know, driver's license, passports, birth certificates, any other death certificates that might be needed if there's, you know, inherited IRAs or anything like that, um, divorce decrees, insurance policies. Um, but another one, a lot of people don't think in the event of incapacitation, um, people are going to need to know medical info. Who are your doctors? Who are the uh, insurance companies that you, that you have policies through? What prescriptions are you taking and what dosages? So if someone has to still administer those, um, you know, and they need them eight a day or whatever it might be. Uh, any allergies they might have, stuff like that. So this document has a lot of this information. One that people don't think about a lot is your online presence. And so all your Facebook and your LinkedIn. I know a lot of us like LinkedIn, um, but but what are, where are uh, we logging in? And are there any um, subscription fees that need to be stopped, right? So um, banking info, uh, like I said, it's a lot of information that you don't want getting into the wrong hands, but, um, in the event of these emergencies, they are extremely important to know where they are. Um, life insurance, who's the beneficiaries, the policy info, who to contact. Um, and, and then kind of more abstract, it'd be more like, all right, who am I? What do I want? What are stories I've never told my kids or, or things about me that, you know, we've never had the, the chance to talk about, but it's kind of like, more of that abstract of, you know, where was I born? What was my childhood like? Um, what are some good stories, milestones that that I'd want, you know, my next to can to know about? Um, and it could just be funny stories, right? Like, you know, a lot of us like to to have that bonding with through uh, through comedy. But um, the last thing is uh, final arrangements. If you haven't really put stuff in a will, this could be, you know, where do I want to be buried? Um, what, you know. What are things I'd want said about me? You know, th just that type of stuff. So, you know, again, I, I I feel like we focus a lot on the financial planning and retirement goals and all that. And this is more um, just to kind of keep that that uh, checklist in order to to deal with this stuff. And like I said, it's um, more popular, I'd say, with with people again, retirement and their their parents because uh, they're going to be dealing with this stuff. We'll all deal with it at one point, right? Probably. So. Um, you know, it's 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 a good piece, and we get a lot of requests for it. Once people see in it, they usually want more to to pass out to other people. So that's, that's a good one, John. Yeah, uh, who doesn't want to be more organized for for the new year? So it sounds like there were two in there. You need to get a safe. 
and you need to get organized. Uh, deposit box. Yeah. Yeah. So it's something, something to keep it, but, uh, Oh, that's a good one. So get more organized. I love it, John. That's a good one. Um, I, I have had a request recently and this, this is real. Somebody wanted to, um, have their father who was in his nineties record a podcast with us, but like not publish it just so he could tell his story so that his grandkids, great grandkids, and and he could pass on his story, which I thought was really cool. So maybe, maybe we'll start a side side hustle from our podcast. Right. Um, all right, John. Th- thanks for thanks for that. Uh, appreciate it. We're gonna move on to the next. Uh, the next one that I'm drawing uh, is Marshall. Marshall Shy, ladies and gentlemen. How are you, Marshall? I'm great. I'm great. I'm really happy I'm next because I think um, what I what I brought here is actually a really good follow up to it. John said. Um, so while you're getting organized and filling out that that organization tool that John's gonna give you, one of the things I think that we should probably toss in there. And this is a really simple step that's going to save somebody a lot of time down the road. And I think what I'm going to be telling my clients in the new year is just make sure all of your bank accounts have a beneficiary on them. And also too, while you're making sure you're uh, got uh, beneficiaries on your bank accounts, make sure your interest rate's good on those bank accounts too. So just while you're getting organized, um, take advantage of these higher interest rates. Make sure there's something going on in your savings account rather than a 0.00001%. It's a lot of really good options out there. But like I said, I've had more than a few times this year where um, you know, I got a client who's inheriting some money from somebody and they're spending a lot of that money on lawyer fees because a lot of the money is tied up in bank accounts without beneficiaries on them. So it's a very simple thing. You know, a lot of banks online, you could just add a beneficiary or a TOD on it, but um, it's going to save a lot of time and a lot of money down the road at some point. A quick interruption. Six Point Financial Partners is taking on new clients. If you would like to take the next step in planning your future with Dave or the Six Point team, please visit them at www.sixpointfp.com to schedule a time or reach out via LinkedIn, Facebook, or simply find us on the internet by searching Six Point Financial Partners. Okay, back to the show. I like it. I like it. Um, I don't want to steal anybody else's, but I've got some follow-ups at the end if, if my name is drawn last. So appreciate that, Marshall. Uh, moving on to the next one, we have Aaron, again, from beautiful Boca. Aaron, how are you? good lean into that mic man and let's hear it yeah okay yeah yeah perfect Perfect. yeah so my um my resolution is really simple it's all about um taking action um you know that taking action around recommendations that advisors you know your your advisor you know has uh, made to you over the course of the year and looking out into 2023 um you know this has been something that has actually impacted me and the clients that I've taken on board um, so far this year. And I'll give you a quick example. Um, you know, I have a client that I currently work with. I had taken him on board this year. And a part of our process just, um, you know, is, as you might expect, is going through reviewing uh, clients' current investments. And so I was, as I was going through that process with this specific client, I had noticed and I had pointed out to him that within his portfolio, he had a very large concentration within his um, stock exposure to actually international stocks. 
Um, and I had walked him through that and he actually didn't even know that that was the case. So this was an account that he had that was um, managed by another institution. He was not aware that there was a large um, exposure and concentration to international stocks. Um, and so I had walked him through that, you know, typically we see people usually is the case that they have more exposure to domestic stocks relative to international, unless there's, you know, a specific sleeve of your portfolio that's really dedicated to the international stock exposure. And over the course of the, you know, time that we met with this client before he, he eventually became a client, he just kept on delaying and delaying. I think a lot of people tend to you know, find excuses not to implement things and just tend to delay and delay things. And, you know, it'd, it'd be hard to calculate it, but this was, you know, in the beginning, beginning of the year. And he probably, as a result of not making those changes, you know, had a portfolio loss in value of anywhere from probably twenty to $30,000. So I think over the course of the year, like, you know, and as we think about 2023, if you're working with a, an advisor who, you know, understands you, um, you know, knows what your goals are, and obviously they have your best interests in mind, I would just say, you know, take action. Don't be reactive, be proactive to recommendations that uh, your advisor is uh, making on your behalf. So uh, yeah, my, my uh, resolution is really just all about taking action and being proactive and taking those recommendations, you know, that your advisor is making for you uh, going into the new year. That's great, man. That's a good one. And and Aaron loves portfolio management, folks, if you haven't figured that out yet. So uh, good one, Aaron. Take action. If you have a good advisor, listen to what they're telling you, folks. Next, Alex Neary, CFP. Hey, Dave. How are he's, you? He's back for more. You should be the host again, Alex. I'm great. Give the people what they want. Tell them. Right. <laughs> so what's your resolution for the for the folks, for the for the people? Yeah, so I went into this with two just to be prepared in case someone stole mine. I'm happy that neither <laughs> of mine were taken. So thank you guys. Can you do both really quickly? I could, but that's not fair to the listeners. They have things to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'll go with my first one, which was being aware of your tax bracket. Um, I think if I surveyed the general public, a lot of people would have no idea what tax bracket they're in because they either don't do their own taxes or they don't pay attention at all. Um, so I think it's important for people in all phases of retirement planning, whether you're still working, you're starting out, you're towards retirement, but not retired yet, or if you are in retirement and taking distributions, understanding either what tax rate you're taking distributions at, or understanding as you're saving for retirement, whether it makes more sense to save after tax or pre-tax. So that's for our listeners, either saving to a Roth account or into a traditional 401k, 403b, whatever it is. Um, I think there's a lot of advantage to just knowing where you're at. And then on the distribution side, I know we talk about Roth conversions literally every time I'm on this podcast, but <laughs> understanding that if you're in the 12% bracket, for example, it might make sense to take advantage of a Roth conversion. Whereas if you're in a much higher bracket, maybe it doesn't make sense. Um, so that's kind of a, a short answer, but there it is. That's a good one. Get, what, tease us with the second one. Don't get into it. What is the second one? And then maybe we'll do a different episode on it. Okay. Um, the second one was seek professional advice, which is a little bit of a shameless plug. Um, but maybe, maybe someone else will do that one or yeah. not. <laughs> You're good. Um, all right. So thank you, Alex. Thank you. Uh, all right. We're back with, uh, it's me or Joe. I drew, I drew my own name, Joe. So, so you're last buddy. Um, uh, Joe's looking at me like, like I'm crazy, but, um, if I could give our listeners a new year's resolution, it would be this. And it may sound like a 
shameless plug or self-serving, but it's not. And here's my advice. If you have a financial advisor that you enjoy working with and you feel that they have helped you, introduce your friends, family, or coworkers to that advisor. There are so many people out there right now who have been getting their statements over the last 10 or 12 months, and they're going to get another at year end, and it's going to create anxiety. The markets are down, right? It's going to, they're going to be frustrated. It's a feeling of helplessness. And for the listeners that are listening, you, you know this. When you open up a statement and you've lost X amount of dollars, you feel helpless, right? So these people that have those feelings would benefit greatly from meeting with a good financial advisor. So do this not as a favor for the advisor, but as a favor to your friend, family, or your coworker, right? So my action item is this, quoting Aaron, take some action. Send five emails to your friend's family or coworkers with that advisor copied onto it or their team. So, and I'll say this, many people are hesitant to introduce the advisor because they don't know how the advisor will handle that meeting. And that is why I say a good advisor, because a good advisor will send this person some educational material up front. They'll have a process in place. And most importantly, they're just looking to help those folks that are important to you. Okay. If they cannot help them, they are not going to try to to sell them something just to sell them something or work with them. They will either introduce those people to somebody who, who can help them, or at least they'll get them going in the right direction. And I promise it will be a good thing. Okay. So my resolution is that introduce a great advisor to your friends, family, or coworkers, not a shameless plug. All right, Joe, you're it. Joe Presta Giacomo CFP. How are you, Joe? I'm good. You want me to get my phone over out so everyone can call me? You know, yeah, go ahead. Financial guidance. Yeah, go ahead. I'm yeah. the advisor. They should refer. After, no, after they kidding. hear this, they're all going to be Googling you, but no one, <laughs> no one knows how to spell your last name. Exactly. So they'll never find you. They'll never find me. All <laughs> so, right. Last one. It's probably the most basic one, but it kind of builds off of Marshall's. Uh, an emergency fund. If we've learned anything over the past two years, the unexpected happens, right? Uh, pandemic, high inflation, interest rates are creeping up. And the reason I'm bringing that up is as interest rates rise, you know, when you have, when you don't have an emergency fund, you're swiping your credit card. And I think the statistic is, what is it? Like over 50% of Americans couldn't, you know, pay a $400 bill, an unexpected bill. Um, You know, so if you can't get bailed out by the government or by a friend, family member, whatever it may be, you know, you should probably have a little backup money. So this is going to build off of Marshall's an emergency fund is, having three to six months of expenses set aside. Uh, you can do it in an online bank as well, like Marshall said, where you might get a better rate. That is for, you know, things that pop up that you weren't expecting. Uh, you know, water heater goes, furnace goes. Uh, if you have kids who are driving, we all know that could be a mess. The um, RG&E bill right the now. The RG&E bill, right. <laughs> John, any advice with RG&E? Anything? <laughs> Um, so there's a lot of things that could happen and that can really just derail a plan completely. Cause if you're chasing, you know, your credit card bill, that's at probably what 25% right now for the interest rate. I mean, when are you really going to catch up? So it seems basic. It seems almost beneath financial planning, but I would say that's probably one of the more important things that you could do next year or start even start now and, uh, just kind of, you know, prepare for anything that could pop up. Yeah, th- this podcast won't be released until next year, Joe. So by the time this is listened to, it will be New Year's. I think, I think. It depends on how we do that. But I guess the action item for that one, Joe, that's a great one is it because c- it sounds easy, right? But if you're listening and you don't have that set up, it there's a reason you haven't set it up. And it's because we haven't taken the first step. So what's the first step? I'm making this up. Maybe you go to your bank and set up a separate 
account that you don't touch and you systematically save money into that account, or you set up just a systematic investment into a mutual fund of some kind or an ETF or some, some sort of account that is one extra step for you to take to get to that money. Because most people won't go get that money once they set it up. I've done this, I don't even know, thousands of times for people. Set up an account where they have to call you to take money out. It's fully liquid. You can use it when you need to, but it is just slightly out of reach and it's not so easy to go get. And creating emergency funds is a good one. Joe, that is the number one financial resolution. If you Google 2023 financial resolutions, that is the number one. Set up an emergency fund. So you nailed it. Um, Guys, thank you so much. We're going to stop it there. That's a lot of resolutions. A lot of action items can come from this. We could do a separate episode on every single one of these. I appreciate your time. Um, we're recording this on a Monday morning. So uh, I'm sure everybody's busy. Let's get back to work, guys. For now, make it a great day. Thank you for listening to the Dear Rochester Retire Well podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Six Point Financial Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Content here is for illustrative and educational purposes only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific trading strategy. Results will vary. Past performance is no indication of future results or success. Market conditions change continuously. This commentary reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analysis of Six Point Financial Partners. It does not necessarily represent those of RFG advisory, private client services, their clients, or their employees. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Six Point Financial Partners or RFG advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, a registered investment advisor. Private client services, Six Point Financial Partners, and RFG Advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG Advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG Advisory unless a client agreement is in place.